0: Welcome back to Scissors and Scrubs. And I don't know what week it is, but we're in the middle of summer. Summer. What happens in summer, Laura? Uh, Storms. Big time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tornadoes. Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Mm -hmm. I have been fascinated with tornadoes since I can fucking remember. Since you saw Wizard of Oz? No. Just. I love storms. I I love a good storm. I did and if i can be perfectly safe i'll watch a thunder lightning storm all day long mm-hmm. they still i mean i am i'm hitting 50 this year lar <laughs> i've admitted it out loud i'm hitting 50 this year wow and i'm still afraid at night if i hear like the boom it still kind of freaks me out a little bit i'm not gonna yeah mm-hmm. if i'm laying in bed and my whole house shakes from thunder i love it i like it but i gets it stresses me out a little bit it makes me i can't i'm not gonna sleep through it i'm not somebody who's like oh like hung under bed it's, 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 it oh i love me. that no it's, it kind of stresses me out a little bit because oh. i in the back of my head i'm convinced a tornado is going to come rolling down prospect Ave and take my house out <laughs> up that hill you yeah. like a uh, tornado is coming up listen, that listen a couple of years ago a couple of course a couple of years ago it's probably like 15 Five. every time i say a couple of years ago guaranteed it was 15 years ago my father-in-law was still living with us mm. and i was in rivea and this like micro burst storm came through swamp sky yeah Came through Swampscott, P.B. Salem. Those are the only three towns. Mm-hmm. Knock tree. It was like a tornado. Yeah. My My father calls. was like, Jesus Christ, you don't know what just happened in the house. It. I had window screens broken. Yeah. I had my roof demolished. Like I wound up getting all new shit. It, yeah. was, it was bizarre. So, yes, Swanscott can have these things. I know. It's just... I mean, a big tornado, the well, house is going to fall I'm down. I'm not saying an F5, but a fucking... Microburst. Microburst-ish mm-hmm. kind of water spot can uh-huh. okay. okay. But I'm fascinated by tornadoes. Yes. My family lived in Oklahoma. I was, like, glued, looking for tornadoes. they If I could pay to go and tornado chase, I probably would. Like, I would do a vacation tornado chasing. I'm but gonna... I have to be in a safe vehicle where I'm far away from the tornado. Right. Not the one in the tornado. Right. I want to yeah. see... Like, a bucket list. I would love to see an actual tornado that doesn't destroy anything, that doesn't hurt me. <laughs> That's the most perfect tornado on or the Or a perfect park. tornado that just goes across the plains, psh- yes, and doesn't destroy me. Yeah. Because I don't want to see people die and everything. No. I mean, don't think I'm a nut job. No. Um, so I'm going to go over tornado basics. All right. Because we all know about... We've seen enough shit yes. about tornadoes. Um, FYI, because I forgot to quote on the last episode where I got my info. This all came from Nat Geo. <laughs> Except for the Joplin stuff I'm going to talk about. And I'll talk about who they came from later. All right, so tornadoes. What is a tornado? What is it? It's a violently rotating column of air caused when there is hot and cool air collide. So if you go to any of these museums and you go to the Omni show, the hot air from Mexico comes up and collides with the cool air from Canada and causes a rotating column. The rotating column air gets pushed downward to the ground. It can extend from the thundercloud to the ground, and this will be a tornado. The winds in a tornado can be up to 250 miles per hour. Jesus. The winds from the thunderstorm vary in speed or direction and the updraft begins to rotate. So you've got different, you know, the winds are colliding and they start the updraft starts spinning. That's mm-hmm. what happens. Causing this column of rotating air. And then um it's feeding off of the warm air of the thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. And then the rotation increases and the funnel cloud begins to form. And you're not going to see the funnel cloud until it picks up shit. Mm -hmm. Whether it's water or dirt or debris, that's when you'll actually see it. Mm -hmm. It will gain strength and the funnel will become stronger. The funnel will become visible, like I said, when it picks stuff up. And the most violent tornadoes come from supercell thunderstorms. And you know those supercells. The clouds are like fucking five miles high. They look like massive storms good supercell good supercell so about one in a thousand thunderstorms becomes a supercell and about one fine supercells creates a tornado the average tornado is only lasts about 10 minutes and it will die when it goes over colder ground Mm -hmm. so if the cooler air it's like a hurricane once it hits cooler air it's gonna stop um or if the clouds overhead for whatever reason start to break up Mm -hmm. The longest tornado on record was in 1925. It lasted three and a half hours. What? Yep. And it went 219 miles across three states. It is known as the Tri-State Tornado. You think? Yeah. Obviously, a lot of fucking destruction. Yeah. Tornadoes can occur in many parts of the world, including Australia, Europe, Asia, Africa, and South America. New Zealand sees about 20 tornadoes a year. Jeez. But I think we hold the record. For the highest concentration of tornadoes. And they are mostly, f- oh, the only, the highest concentration, blah, 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 blah. the highest concentration outside of the US is, you ready? Mm-hmm. Argentina and Bangladesh. Really? Mm-hmm. Random. Mm-hmm. They must be flat. In <laughs> hot oh, and cold air yeah. coming over them. Uh, in the US, we see about 1,200 tornadoes a year. 1,200? Most- oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. Most are seen. You know how I spelled seen last night? (laughs) S-C-E-N-E. What the fuck? I was tired last night. Most are seen (laughs) in Tornado Alley. Tornado Alley is, they're they're debating it because it's switching. It's actually heading more east now. Oh, good. It was like... Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, all the way up those middle states. But now it's incorporating Tennessee and all Arkansas right. and Alabama. They're seeing much more tornadoes than they used to see. Um, so it can, the, the tornadoes can extend into Canada. Our neighbors to the north. Tornadoes are rated on the Fujita scale. So an F0 to an EF1 is 65 to 110 miles an hour. It's fast enough. An EF2 to an EF3 is 111 to 165 miles an hour. An EF4 to an EF5 is 166 to greater than 200 miles an hour. Mm. Yeah, It's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to talk about the Joplin, Missouri tornado. Okay. Which was on May 22nd, 2011. Do you know what other tornado was on in 2011, Laura? It was the great tornado over Revere, Massachusetts. I was going to say, it wasn't the one you... It was the one I slept in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about how devastating their tornado was. And you have the Joplin, drop- <laughs> Missouri tornado that was a fucking F5 and killed 165 people. Oh, and Revere built a fucking memorial to the tornado. No, they that didn't. It- yes, they did. Go to City Hall. It'll say, Dan Rizzo, tornado, 2011. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Why? Because he's a moron. What do you want? Because we, there was one. There was, it did some damage. I slept through it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Joplin, Missouri, the same year, lost 165 people in one of the most, one of the top 10 worst tornadoes to have ever hit the United States. But Revere memorialized it. Okay. God bless. God God bless. bless. (laughs) Okay. So the Joplin, Missouri tornado lasted 38 minutes with winds higher than 200 miles an hour. (sighs) It killed 180. in 58 people, and it injured 1,150 people. 7,500 homes were destroyed. 9,200 people were displaced. What we're going to talk about is the things that it hit. Okay. In the heart of the city sits St. John's Hospital. Mm-hmm. It is. It was started by the Catholic Order of the Sisters of Mercy, and it sat in Droplin, Missouri for 115 years what? before 2011. I didn't do the math, so no, you're gonna have to figure that out yeah. all on your big girl self. So. It's um, the 1800s. It was built the 1800s in the 1800s somewhere by the nuns. So St. John's has 183 patients in their 367 bed hospital on May twenty-second. It has it's nine stories high. Um, it's a decent sized building. On May twenty second, 2011, there were 183 patients in inpatient. There are 25 in the ER, and there were This is what made me laugh. There's a hundred employees on staff. We have 300 nurses in just the OR in our hospital.
1: Well, even when you were like, it's a 300-something bed hospital, there's a hundred I'm like, can we send some patients to
0: travel the <laughs> They had a hundred employees on staff. We have more than that in just our department. Yeah. So, um, an orthopedic surgeon starting an infected hip. Oh. On. People are visiting family up on the floors. Mm-hmm. The hospital has... They they they're constantly getting tornado warnings in this hospital, so when the hospital's a warning, oh, you know, there's storms coming, nobody's mm-hmm. really stressing about it because this literally happens all the time. Yeah, and they were told the storm wasn't gonna hit their area, so mm-hmm. they weren't really stressed about it. Um, when they prepare for tornadoes, nurses will pull um they'll pull the shades down to protect the window from flying debris. Mm-hmm. They bring equipment into the hallway in case they have moved, to move patients into mm-hmm. the hallways. Um, you know, they just kind of, they, they kind of just put shit in places in case something happens. Mm -hmm. At 541, a tornado forms on the Western side of the town and it begins to destroy houses and throw cars. They have hail shattering windows. Like Mm. it's shit's getting real. The speaker at the hospital calls out execute condition gray, which means we're getting a tornado. Get your shit together. I'm so glad we don't have a condition gray. I can't even. I can't even imagine no. because shit gets real here. Yeah. Okay. So um, people are, when people in the ER are like, oh, I'm going home. And the nurse is like, you can't leave. There's a 28 coming. Sit down. And they're like trying to herd cats, keep them in the yeah. ER because if they go outside, they're going to get fucking killed. So they're moving, but it's making it's making it difficult to keep people and patients safe. The ER patients are trying to leave. In the ICU, they're throwing blankets over patients who are intubated and they can't move. Mm-hmm. Um, patients uh, on the floor are being put into chairs and wheelchairs in the hallways. Mm-hmm. Others are being rolled out in their beds into the hallways. Um, the, you know, the operating room's not really... Most operating rooms are kind of very protective. So the operating yeah. room's not stressing about it. But they're trying to do their best to protect these patients. And then they fucking... It hits. Yeah. It hits. The hospital direct hit. Oh. They go through this um, article. One guy's like, my mother got pulled out of her chair and is getting flown down the hallway. He grabs her out of mid-air. He thinks he's going to brace himself. (laughs) The two of them get thrown into the wall. Oh, my God. Another guy grabs an ER patient out of the thin air, brings him back down to the ground. Like, down in... um, I'll get into it. Yeah. It hits. It hits so hard that the steel beams supporting the hospital's top floors have been twisted four Ugh. inches. Glass explodes. Every fucking window in the building is blown out. Um, all the lights go out. The main generator and the backup generator Blown into
1: Chicago. I was gonna say, when you said like the operating rooms, not too worried because it's surrounded, I'm like, give yeah, it when we lose, you know, when you lose
0: power like that, both <laughs> generators, yeah, fucking gone, all right? See ya, yeah, there with Toto somewhere in Kansas. The water pipes break, the ceilings cave in, <gasps> wires have now caved in with the weight because of all the water yeah. that's coming in with them. Um, pipes, gas pipes are breaking, so mm-hmm. gas is ex- coming into the hospital. One patient. Um, watches another get launched from their chair and is dragged down the hallway. X-ray machines, computer monitors, everything becomes a pre- um a projectile. Yeah, these are all flying around the hospital because when you have a tornado, it changes the pressure. Mm-hmm. So down in the O.R., the fucking doors pop open. Right, all of the O.R. staff's ears blow. Oh, and they all all of a sudden have three inches of water around their feet, and all the fucking lights are out. So they are grabbing flashlights to because this guy's got an open infected right. hip on the table. They're trying to finish the operation. Oh my god. All right. Um. So the water poison I talked about all that. Okay. 45 seconds, and the hospital is fucking decimated. Oh my god. Done. In 45 seconds, it destroys the hospital. People find wheelchairs in their homes. Oh my god. Down. Medical records and x-rays are found a hundred miles away. Okay. And now is that like a breach of HIPAA? You I don't know.
1: Like, do we sue the tornado?
0: like, <laughs> oh, no. the wind's a fucking hundred miles away. That's insane. Yeah. That's, That's insane. like a tornado hit in Boston and they're found in Springfield. Right. Yeah. That's insane. It's ridiculous. So immediately across cell phones, an alert goes out. St. John's Hospital's been hit. The staff of Friedman Hospital, which is like... It's a, less than a mile south of St. John's. They don't get hurt by this tornado. Mm-hmm. Freeman ER has four, four physicians on. And within hours, 135 doctors go to Freeman Hospital. 110 um, from Freeman and the rest from St. John's. Everybody starts flying to um, Freeman's, St. John's. To, Freeman's yeah. to take what's going to come in from St. John's. Now, St. John's has been decimated. There's nothing left. And people from the tornado who have been devastated. Because if you look at pictures of the Joplin um, tornado, the city was decimated. Mm -hmm. It's like when Hurricane Andrew went through Florida. Mm -hmm. It's just slabs are left. So it's like with the walking wounded coming to the ER at a hospital that can't take it. right. Excuse me. So again, remember, I've highlighted and it's no light in here. So give me a break here. All right. (laughs) So I'm just going to read a couple of things real quick. Outside, scores of Joplin residents in pickups and, other fo- um, and others from Oklahoma and all around Missouri load patients and nurses into truck beds. They speed off to the other hospitals. School buses are showing up to help wow. take these patients away. Um, one guy puts... This was the most bizarre story. He takes a patient who's conscious but intubated, who's bagging themselves... Oh, my God. Puts this guy in the back of a pickup truck... Oh! With Joe bag of donuts, yeah. and drives. This guy's driving him to Freeman. He's fucking bagging himself. Oh my Could God. you imagine? No. It's fucking crazy. It's um, dozens of ambulances from towns and cities over hundred miles uh, uh, away in every direction come into the town, which is also difficult because the town is decimated. Right. So you're dodging trees. You're dodging. Right. You know they're they're doing everything to try to get there and get these people out of that hospital over to Freeman. Mm-hmm. Um, the triage center at memorial hall is overwhelmed in a matter of minutes and they open another one at a high school and helicopters start arriving to take these people to different places mm-hmm. they're like there must have been um like a sports banquet and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of girls they all show up in their pretty little dresses covered in blood from the oh, um sisters of mercy so within they 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 take all the patients regular people are driving these patients over et cetera, et cetera and they take them to um freeman hospital they set up other places the hospital had to be completely demolished mm-hmm. and they vowed to rebuild it but i don't know if it, at this point it had been rebuilt but i'm literally going to read you this is an account from um, an er physician he's recalling he worked at st john's he's recalling what he sees that mm-hmm. day um like a bomb went off oh my god it's really tiny writing and i can't see shit okay <laughs> That's the only way that I can describe what we saw next. Patients were coming into the ER in droves. It was an absolute utter chaos. There was limping, bleeding, crying, terrified, with debris and glass sticking out of them, just thankful to be alive. The floor was covered. Sorry. With about three inches of water. There was no power, not even backup generators, rendering it completely dark and eerie in the ER. The frightening aroma of methane gas leaking from the broken gas pipes permeated the air. We knew, but did not dare mention out loud what it meant. And I redoubled my pace. All right. Mm -hmm. We had to use flashlights to direct ourselves to the crying and wounded. Where did all the flashlights come from? I will never know. But immediately and thankfully, my years of training and emergency procedures kicked in. There was no power, but our mental generators were up and running and on high test adrenaline. We had no cell phone service in the first hour, so we not even able to call for help and back up in oh the ED. I remember a patient in their early 20s gasping for breath, telling me he was going to die. After a quick exam, I removed a large shot of glass from his back and made the clinical diagnosis of a pneumothorax and gathered supplies from wherever I could locate them to insert a thoracotomy tube in him. He was a trooper. I'll never forget his courage. He allowed me to do this without any local anesthesia since none could be found. Do you know how painful it is to put a chest tube into somebody when they're awake? With his life threatening injuries, I knew he was running out of time and it had to be done. Quickly, imagine my relief when I heard a big rush of air and breath sounds Mm -hmm. again. Fortunately, I was able to get him transported out. I immediately moved on to the next patient, asthmatic in asthmaticus. We didn't even have the option of trying a nebulizer treatment on steroids, but I was able to get him intubated using a flashlight and I held it in my mouth. Ugh. A small child of approximately three to four years was three years old, was crying. He had a large avulsion of skin to his neck and spine. The gaping r- wound revealed a cervical spine and upper thoracic spine bones. Mm. I could actually count his vertebrae with my fingers. Oh, my God. This was a child, the whole life ahead of him, suffering life-threatening wounds in front of me, his eyes pleading me to help him. We could not find any pediatric sea in the darkness, and water from the shattered main pipes was once again showering down upon us. Fortunately, we were able to get him immobilized with towels and start an IV fluids and pain meds before shipping him out. We felt paralyzed and helpless ourselves. I'm sorry, but this shit was good, so I'm going to keep going. All right. I didn't even know a lot of the RNs I was working with. They were from departments scattered all over the hospital. It didn't matter. We worked as a team determined to save lives. There were no specialists available. My orthopedist was trapped in the OR. We were it, and we knew we had to get patients out of the hospital as quickly as possible. As we were shuffling them out, the fire department showed up and helped us out to evacuate. Together we worked furiously. Multi- um motivated, excuse me, by the knowledge and fear that methane leaks could cause the hospital to blow at any minute. Things were no better outside the ED. I saw a man crushed under a large SUV, still alive, begging for help. Another one was dead and paled by a street sign through his chest. <gasps> Wounded people were wailing, staring all over, dazed and shocked. All around us, the chaos reminding me of scenes in a war movie or news footage from bombings in Baghdad, except this was right in front of me and it happened in just 45 seconds. That's insane that that happens in 45, 45 seconds. 45 fucking seconds. Um, I I am grateful for the help of the community. At one point, I placed... This is the guy. I placed a conscious, intubated patient in the back of the pickup truck with someone, a layman, for transport. The patient was self-ventilating himself. And I gave instructions to someone with absolutely no medical knowledge on how to bag the patient until they got to Freeman. Within hours, I estimated that over 100 EMS units showed up from various towns, counties, and four different states. Considering the circumstances, that response time was miraculous. Mm -hmm. Roads were blocked and downed utility lines, smashed up cars and piles, and they still made it through. We continued to carry patients out of the hospital or anything that we could find. Sheets, stretchers, broken doors, mattresses, and wheelchairs. Anything that could be used as a transport mechanism. All At about midnight, I walked around the parking of St. John's with local and law enforcement officers looking for anybody who might be alive or trapped in crushed cars. They sprayed painted X's on the fortunate vehicles that had been searched without finding one inside. The unfortunate vehicles wrote, uh, wore X's and sprayed on numerals, indicating that number of dead inside crushed in their cars. Mm. Um they now resembled flattened, recycled aluminum cans. The tornado had crumpled in, the uh, in on her iron hands. The EF5 tornado, one of the worst in history, whipping through this quiet town. Six people at St. John's died from that um, tornado. Um, mm. Six people died during the storm. Three died. Three more died after their injuries because mm. of their injuries sustained in the storm. Yeah. So. I love that Revere was A little tornado that down some trees. Yeah. I mean, when you see all these tragedies, you forget there's hospitals involved in these. Right. And hospitals, you, you know, you get this false sense of security working in a hospital, mm-hmm. that nothing bad's going to happen. Right. And that we're always going to have a backup generator. Right. And that nothing's going to And we're always going to be... And right. if you, re, you, you know listen to our five days of memorial, yeah. shit goes bad. Yeah, real you cool. know, all right, let's go on to hurricanes. Let's a hurricane. D- 45 seconds. 45 seconds destroyed the hospital. God. Um, I got my information from
1: oceanservice.noaa.gov and mass.gov. So, hurricane. So, like you said, we did. That's another thing I'm fascinated with. Yeah. We did an episode on the hu- on Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. It was on the book um, Five Days at Memorial. If go you back and listen to it. It's excellent. It's very good. Listen to that again. To Twitter, um, hands, I don't but- talk about Katrina in this. So, hurricanes, to understand what a hurricane is, we need to start with tropical cyclones. Which I didn't know were connected. I thought
0: cyclones were on the Pacific. Nope. So, a tropical... <laughs> nope.
1: I'm like, what? I had no idea that any of this was connected. So, a tropical cyclone is a rotating, low-pressure weather system that has organized thunderstorms, but no front. Tropical cyclones with max sustained surface winds of less than 39 miles per hour are called tropical depressions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also didn't know that. Though Those with sustained winds of greater than 39 miles per hour are called tropical storms. I think I did know this because they all come off of Africa, right? Uh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> when a storm's max sustained winds reach 74 miles per hour, it is a hurricane. Hurricanes are put into categories using the Safra Simpson Hurricane Wind Scale, which is a one to five rating. Yeah, cat so, one, cat so a two, cat, cat one, three. cat one. You seventy-four to ninety-five miles per hour. Yeah, it's a good blizzard. This is their description, like the the mm-hmm. scales description. A cat one is very dangerous winds that will produce some damage. There could be damage to roofs, siding, shingles, and gutters on well-built homes. It specifically sells mm-hmm. well-built built homes. Large the
0: are going to be decimated. Gone.
1: Large branches will snap. Shallowly, shallowly rooted trees may topple. Extensive damage to power lines will result in power outages that can last several days. That's a cat one. So, you know. A eh, few things fall over. You lose a little power. Yeah. Cat 2. 96 to 110 miles per hour. Extremely dangerous winds will cause extensive damage. Is how they
0: um,
1: mm-hmm. describe it. Well Well-constructed homes could have major roofing and siding damage. Many shallowly, shallowly rooted trees will be uprooted and can block roads. Near total power outage is expected and can last weeks. Jeez. A category three from now on, category three to category five, are major hurricanes. Mm-hmm. That's what they that's what it. was a three, them. wasn't it? I forget now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because the levees and all that shit. Um, so a cat three is 111 to 129 miles per hour. Sustained winds. Um, the description is devastating damage will occur. That's the description. Mm-hmm. Period. Exclamation Done. point. End of discussion. Well-built houses may incur major damage or removal of removal of roof, decking, and gable ends. Many trees will be snapped and uprooted, blocking roads. Electricity and water will be unavailable for several days Oof. to weeks. A category four is 130 to 156 miles per hour. Their description, again, is catastrophic damage will occur. Well-built houses will sustain significant damage like loss of roof or exterior walls. Most trees will be snapped or uprooted and power poles downed. Fallen trees and poles will isolate residential areas. Power outages will last weeks or months. Some areas will be um, uninhabitable for weeks to months. A cat five is 157 miles per hour or higher. Catastrophic damage will occur.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, a high percentage of framed houses, well-built houses, will be destroyed with total roof failure and wall collapse. These are your well-built... These I aren't think your little Hurricane shacks. Andrew
0: was a Cat 5. Yeah. And I remember looking at the towns that hit, and all that was left was streets and driveways. Yeah. There wasn't a fucking house to be no. seen. No.
1: And that, like, of course, some areas, you know, they have these little teeny shacks. Those are going to fall. These are well-built, well-framed houses. Yeah, these like stone house, houses. Gone. Yes. Um, the roof and wall collapse. I said power poles and trees will be downed isolating areas power and water down for weeks to months most of the area will be uninhabitable for weeks months, to months years they are highly destructive
0: yeah. um, because it's sustained too you're talking hours right like, yes ship. it's right like a, a tornado seconds, comes through at 200 like miles hours.
1: an hour for 45 seconds this is over 150 right. miles an hour for hours hours um Hurricanes originate in the Atlantic Basin, which includes the Atlantic Ocean, Caribbean Sea, the Gulf of Mexico, the Eastern North Pacific Ocean, and less frequently, the Central North Pacific Ocean. A six-year rotating list of names, which is maintained <laughs> by the World Meteorological Organization, is used to identify the storms. The That's how we wrong. get all these. The names crack me um, hurricane like season begins on June 1st and ends on November 30th although hurricanes can occur Before obviously outside of this time frame they occur on an average of how many times a year would you say
0: well often we go through the alphabet more than once so I'm going to say 50 times a year we go. 12 times a year hurricanes?
1: hurricanes 12 times a year
0: we go through the whole fucking alphabet Are but it's a 6 year th-
1: rotating thing what do you mean? it's a 6 year rotating name list I thought it was every year they changed the name list. It's a six-year list.
0: Yeah, but we, when you, we went through A through Z, and we were on like alpha, beta, and in... it's 12 times per year.
1: All right. On average.
0: All right. I thought it was way more than that. I did too. Th-
1: threats from hurricanes include storm surges, high winds, heavy rainfall, inland flooding, tornadoes, and rip currents. The National Weather Service issues tropical storm and hurricane watches and warnings to alert the public of potential dangers. A watch means a storm is possible within that area within the next 48 hours. A tropical storm warning means sustained winds of 39 to 73 miles per hour associated with a tropical storm are expected in that area within 24 hours. A hurricane warning means sustained winds of 74 miles per hour or greater associated with a hurricane are expected in a certain area in the next 24 hours. So there's a difference between a warning and a whatever. Um, so I have some fast facts.
0: I love oh, wait, no, wait. fast facts. I'll do my fast facts after. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, are you going to make me wait on the fast facts?
1: Well... I have some information on what to do when a hurricane or tropical storm is approaching. When it's here and when it is past. Fill up your bathtubs. Yeah. So when what you should do when a hurricane or tropical storm is approaching. Listen to the NOAA weather radio. Watch your local news station for the latest information. <laughs> Reve- review your family emergency plan. Laura, <laughs> what's your family emergency plan? The only family emergency plan I ever had with my kids was if there was a fire in the house. And it was to run out the fucking nearest thing you yeah. found and don't wait for anybody. Don't try to save anybody. Don't look for anybody. Run the fuck out of the house and scream.
0: I can tell you I don't have a family emergency. plan That's
1: Lamp. the only plan I had yeah. was the fire. And one day, the kids were all down. It was like a holiday or something. The kids are all down the basement playing and all the adults are upstairs and the fire alarm went off, whatever, you know, I don't know, whatever reason. <laughs> all of a sudden, my two kids come barreling out, lying up the stairs, out the fucking back door. Didn't say a word to anybody. Literally ran. I'm like, oh my God. They listened to me. They didn't look for anybody. They didn't tell anybody. They just ran. I was like, yes. But, uh, that's the only plan I have. You should also have a fire plan for your family.
0: Well,
1: um, Review your plan. If you live or work in a flood zone or in an area that is prone to flooding, be ready to evacuate. If you are not in an area prone to flooding and plan on riding out the at home, gather adequate adequate supplies in case you lose power and water for several days and are unable to leave due to that. So get water, get food. Get stuff that you can live without having to leave your house for a few days. Prepare for power outages by charging cell phones and electronics and setting your refrigerator and freezer to their coldest settings. If you use electricity to get well water, fill your bathtub with water to use for flushing your toilets. Mm -hmm. Um, Keep your cars gas tank full. Pump set gas stations may not work if there's a power outage. Prepare your home. Secure or bring in outdoor objects, patio furniture, toys, trash cans, all This is
0: literally what we do to get ready for blizzards. I don't do any of this. Really? I fill up my gas tank. I don't fill up water. I fill up my gas tank. I get stuff out in case we're going to lose electricity. I I get a flashlight out, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I always make sure my gas tank's full in a storm.
1: I never make sure. I always do. I just drive on empty all day, so it doesn't (laughs) matter. Um... But bring in anything that could be swept away or damaged or damage something else right. from hurting. Hurt somebody. Um, clear clogged rain gutters to allow water to flow away from your home because if they're clogged, <laughs> you're, you're flooding. You're flooding. Um, if damaging winds are expected, cover all your windows. If you don't have storm shutters, board up windows with 5 eighths inches, 5 inch exterior grade or marine plywood. <laughs> That's what you see the houses like or on the beaches. in Florida. Too. Yeah, they just got boarding yeah. everything up. Go tapeless. Taping windows waste preparation time, does not stop windows from breaking in a hurricane, and does not make cleanup easier. In fact, taping windows may create larger shards of glass that can cause serious injuries.
0: Back in the day, we had Hurricane Hugo come through here, yeah. and that's what everybody did. There yeah, was X's windows. on everybody's windows yeah. taping up the windows. It like, does not help.
1: doesn't do shit. Don't do it. Uh, turn off propane tanks if you are not using them, which I would never even think of, but that's a right. good idea. Um, prepare for flooding by elevating items in your basement. Checking, check your sump pump, unplug sensitive electronic equipment, clear nearby catch basins, impact vehicles in areas not prone to flooding. So if you can get them up high, mm-hmm. get them up high. Um, if instructed, turn off your gas and electricity at, electricity at the main switch or valve. If you have a boat, get it out of the goddamn water.
0: Because <laughs> it's going to be on your lawn. Yeah. So that's if,
1: <laughs> if you hear, oh, this might be coming right. today or tomorrow. So what do you do when there's a hurricane? Avoid driving or going outdoors during the storm. Flooding and damaging winds can make traveling dangerous. If you must be out in the storm, like if we had to go to work, Mm -hmm. do not walk through flowing water. Six six inches of swiftly moving water can knock you off your feet. So if you think, oh, it's just a little stream, do not walk through it. Remember the phrase, turn around, don't drown. Don't drive through flooded roads. Cars can be swept away in just two feet of moving water. all the time. Two feet of moving water in your car you think is nothing. That will drown you. Yep. If your vehicle is trapped in rapidly moving water, stay in the vehicle. If the water is rising inside the vehicle, seek refuge on the roof. Do not drive around road barriers, people. They're there for a reason. Um. Continue to moder- monitor the media for emergency information. Please follow the instructions by your public safety officials. <laughs> they are telling you this for me re- They are telling you to evacuate so they don't have to go get your dead body.
0: If you don't want to evacuate, check out Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina. They didn't evacuate. Right. Shit went bad. Um, If advised to evacuate,
1: do so immediately. It is a house. Mm -hmm. It's not worth dying over. Take only essential items and bring your pets if possible. If told to shelter in place, stay indoors and away from windows. Listen to the local television or radio for updates. Conditions may change extremely quickly though Mm -hmm. too. So be prepared to evacuate to a shelter or a neighbor's home if necessary. You might be told stay there, but then shit goes real sideways and you have to get out. Um and what should you do after the hurricane has already passed? Continue to monitor monitor the media for emergency information. If you have electricity. Yep. Follow instructions from your public safety officials. <laughs> Call 911 to report emergencies. Emergencies. Oh, I'm sure
0: they're gonna love that.
1: Gas leaks. Yeah. Down power py- power lines that someone could run into, like emergencies only, not like, oh no, my, do you know when the power flooded. is coming back on? Right. <laughs> Call two one one. To obtain shelter locations and other disaster information. So if you yeah, so if you just need like I need to get out of my house, my basement's flooded, I have no electricity. Where can I go? Call two one one, not nine one one. Stay away from downed utility wires. Also, always assume a downed line is is live. Always assume it is live. Remember the phrase, like I said, turn around, don't drown. Do not drive through flooded roads. Um, Stay out of damaged buildings and away from affected areas and roads. If you have evacuated, return home only when authorities say it is safe. So just because it's passed doesn't mean you can go back into your house. Um, Listen to news reports about when the water supply is safe to drink. Don't just start drinking your tap water. Um, (laughs) They'll give you a boil water order and um, you have to boil it for at least one minute before drinking or using for food preparation. Check your home for damage. Never touch electrical equipment if you are wet or if you're standing in water. (laughs) um have wells checked for contamination from bacteria and chemicals because now everything's been swept up into Mm -hmm. the groundwater
0: you're gonna have sewage in that water yeah
1: um have damaged septic tanks or leaching systems repaired as soon as possible to reduce potential health hazards if you think there is a gas gas leak go outside immediately do not touch electrical switches (laughs) or appliances yeah if you turned off your gas, a licensed professional is required to turn it back on. You cannot just go back in right. and turn your gas on. Um, if your home or property is damaged, take photos or videos to document it for your insurance yeah. company. Yeah. If your power is out, follow power outage safety tips that you can find online at your government mm-hmm. website. Um, report power outages to your t- utility company. Use generators and grills outside their fumes give off carbon monoxide you cannot be using those indoors exactly um and it says like if a traffic light is out treat the intersection as a four-way stop which i also i mean i guess you would generally do but like you know if you get to a thing where there's a light people don't know how to treat a four-way stop let alone um and that's about it just be safe don't be stupid follow the rules Mm -hmm. you are not special follow the rules
0: well, like I said, if you want to hear a crazy story, listen to Katrina. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was a crazy no. story. So some fast facts. I love my fast facts. I got this from
1: sciencekids.com because they have a lot of fast facts. <laughs> um, other names for a hurricane. Cyclone? Yeah. Typhoon? Yeah. I don't know any other Tropical storm, like I said. Okay. Um, while they're pretty much all the same thing, all those names, the different names usually indicate where the storm took place. Do they turn a different way? So hold on. Okay. Tropical storms that form in the Atlantic or North, Northeast Pacific around the United States are called hurricanes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those that are formed near the Northwest Pacific, like near Japan, mm-hmm. are called typhoons. Typhoons, and those that form in the South Pacific or Indian Oceans are called
0: cyclones. Uh, to me, a cyclone is a uh, tornado. No, I knew it was. A... I know it is, but, but I, I in my head, I may be wrong. It's a reverse spinning
1: so, hurricane. Um. Hurricanes develop over warm water and use it as its energy source. Hurricanes lose strength as they move over land. Mm-hmm. So once they get away Which from the water, we, they always never lose really strength. get hit with anything. Um, the wind flow of hurricanes in the Southern Hemisphere is clockwise, while the wind flow of hurricanes in the Northern Hemisphere is counterclockwise. Mm-hmm. I don't know why in my head we're clockwise and they're counterclockwise, but maybe because it's I'm thinking Australia. I like guess south, and they do counter.
0: Yeah, if you're one, if you're under the equator, it spins one way, but I I can't remember which is which. Yeah, in, in my about- head, Australia is backwards, but this yeah. is saying my. Like my big uh, exciting thing in Rotan was watching the toilet flush the opposite. Yeah, opposite so yeah. <laughs> way. Um, weather in the eye of the hurricane, come,
1: um, <laughs> come. The eye of the hurricane can be anywhere from two miles in diameter to over. 200 miles in diameter. I think on the side of that hurricane. Yeah. But they're usually
0: around 30 miles, the eye. It's crazy how it just stops. Everything goes real quiet. Mm-hmm. And how fast these things yeah. move. And the winds around the eye of the hurricane
1: are the strongest.
0: Because it's the most tight woven. Like, they're yeah. really tight.
1: Um, hurricanes have led to the death of around 2 million people <gasps> over the last 200 wow. years. Yep. The 1970... 1970- oh, God. Why would I try to do this? The 1970... 1970- Bola cyclone that struck Bangladesh killed over 300,000 people. And in 2005, Hurricane Katrina killed over 1,800 people in the United States and caused around $80 billion worth of property damage. The city of New Orleans was hit particularly hard with levee breaches leading to around 80% of the city being flooded. It was awful. It was awful. Yeah. So listen to the our episode on that. Yeah. I won't talk anymore about the Katrina, but I have the 10 worst hurricanes Oh, I'd love to hear. Per science.house.org.com. Andrew's com. on there,
0: without a doubt. All yeah. right. Let me see if I can guess something. Andrew's definitely one of them. Katrina's okay. definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, are they all over the world or just in the I United States? I think they're all the United States. I know when I lived in Hawaii, there was a hurricane in Oh, no, not. They, I think they all hit the United States. Okay. I could be lying, too. Hawaii was hit by, like, a hurricane in Niki and that, like. That was like a time frame for them. Like, oh yeah, I was married before Nikki. I was married after Nikki. Yeah. And that happened before. And one woman's like, Now every time I hear a thunderstorm, I fill my bathtub. Oh. All right. Hit it hit Galveston. A couple one of them of, I don't even remember the name. Galveston's one of them. Yeah. All right.
1: N- number ten. Sandy.
0: No, stop. My phone keeps wants Jeez to be surprised. part of the podcast.
1: I remember She was the one that hit New Jersey. Yep. So Hurricane Sandy. So after barreling through Jamaica, Cuba, and Haiti. The huge, very slow-moving Hurricane Sandy weakened to, like, a post-tropical cyclone before making landfall in the United States in October 2012. But it was strong enough to wreak havoc on New York City and the Jersey Shore. Storm surges of more than 13 feet left parts of lower Manhattan underwater and residents across the borough without power for days. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Manhattan, Manhattan. New North, York, That underwater. never gets hit by hurricanes. Meanwhile, parts of Staten Island and beaches in Queens were wiped off the map. Mm -hmm. Like, they're gone. Mm -hmm. Um, Sandy destroyed or damaged about 650,000 homes in the Northeast U.S. and killed 117 people in the U.S. alone, as well as 69 others in Canada and the Caribbean.
0: Here's what I remember about Sandy. We were doing the book fair at the school. Uh The books came out of New Jersey. Uh Oh. And we didn't get the books. She's like, we're underwater." I'm like, so what do we do here? She's like, well, we're going to try, but we're completely underwater down here. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm like, yeah, it, it affected our book fair at the school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the approximate damage impact was $65 billion. Shit. The hurricane is also refer- referred to as Super Song. Stupa. Oh, my God. Oh, Super, S- Super Sonic. Sandy. Because as it approached New York, it had the characteristics of a winter storm rather than a tropical one.
0: When did that hit? Did it say? October
1: 2012.
0: Yeah. It was like almost near Halloween.
1: Yeah. Number nine. Galveston? Nope. Ivan. I don't remember. I didn't Hurricane Ivan hit Gulf Shores, Alabama on September 16th, 2004 as a cat Three, But it still remains one of the country's most destructive. The storm devastated the coastlines of Mississippi, Alabama, and the Florida that. Panhandle yep. and produced waves more than 50 feet high. Holy shit. You know? Why was this so destructive like it's only a cat Three. It had a very long life for a hurricane, and it strengthened and weakened many times throughout the cycle. So they'd be like, "Oh, it's getting weaker," and then it would strengthen yeah. back up, gaining Category Five strength three <gasps> times. Holy shit! Three times. Holy One of those was shit. as it passed by the western tip of Cuba on September thirteenth. It weekend. Yeah, it weakened to a Category Four once it entered the Gulf of Mexico on the morning of September sixteenth. Ivan made landfall at the Gulf Shores. As a Category Three hurricane with sustained winds of one hundred twenty miles one hundred twenty miles per hour and a fourteen foot storm surge, Jesus. Um, despite rapidly weakening, it continued to produce tons of rain and spawn tornadoes across the southeastern United States. I remember that. And I remember seeing the boats up on the. Um... Yeah, the system made its way over Virginia on September 18th, and then looped back over southern Florida, back mean, into the Gulf of Mexico on September 21st. we strengthened again. <laughs> the system reacquired the name Tropical Storm Ivan five days after it first His made land. U.S. landfall. And eventually, Ivan made its final landfall September 23rd in Louisiana. Jeez, he didn't want to let go. Mm-mm. 57 people in the United States died, another 67 in Grenada, Jamaica, Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Cayman Islands, and Barbados. The images were estimated to be more than 27 billion dollars all right if we're
0: including the islands michael's one of them okay michael and maria okay what number eight camille camille i mm-hmm. remember camille no you don't no i don't my mother <laughs> remembers camille your mother remembers my me. mother talks about camille taking all of the big old trees off of Mount Nath. So, my mother remembers Camille. All right. So, when Hurricane Camille hit
1: in August 1969. Yeah, my mother remembers Camille. (laughs) It was a terrible storm. It brought heavy flooding and 200 mile per hour winds. Jeez. To the Gulf Coast and then later Virginia. It also was one of only two Category 5 hurricanes to hit the continental U.S. since 1900. Um, Since then, two others have made landfall. Andrew in 1992 and Michael in 2018. Oh, I'm sorry. After forming near the Cayman Islands in August 1969, Camille first blew through Cuba as a category three, but then intensified over the Gulf Mm -hmm. of Mexico as they do. That stupid gulf. And made a beeline for Mississippi, where it made landfall between Bay St. Louis and Pass Christian August 18th. The exact wind speed at landfall is unknown, as weather instruments were destroyed. Wow. Though estimates put suggested, suggested gusts as high as 200 miles per hour, however, the 900 MB pressure at landfall. Camille still ranks as the second most intense hurricane to hit the continental U.S. Um, Winds as high as 100 miles per hour were clocked across much of southern Mississippi, leading to terrible wind damage Mm -hmm. inland. A 24-foot storm surge also contributed to major devastation in Mississippi. Camille eventually weakened to a tropical storm as it moved up the east coast and reached Virginia. But the storm continued to dump upward of 20 inches of rain on the region, contributing to flash flooding and mudslides (laughs) um, just 120 miles from Washington, D.C. The storm resulted in 256 deaths and more than $1.4 billion in damage. And that's in 1969. Yeah. Right. Um, But it played an important role in hurricane tracking, and it spawned the creation of the Safra simpson hurricane wind scale, which is the one that ranks the storms one to five. Um, so it was very um intense. Intense.
0: Yeah, I think that was the one she said all the shit came off of route 1.
1: Oh. Well, it was only like a storm when it hit Virginia, so yeah,
0: maybe it was another one I'm thinking. Or of. maybe they just Oh, maybe know. I'm just lying. Number 7, Gilbert. I don't remember Gilbert. Nobody remembers anything named Gilbert. I right
1: know. With a 500 nautical mile diameter.
0: That's huge. Gilbert
1: was one of the largest hurricanes that's ever observed like, in the Atlantic Basin. Like the whole coast. <laughs> the storm originated in the, um, the Cape Verde Islands on the west coast of Africa, the birthplace of some of the worst hurricanes in history. After com- becoming a Category 5 storm in September 1988, Gilbert literally covered the entire island of Jamaica. Just It covered yeah, because the whole it's island. it's huge. Damaging roughly 80% of the island's homes. The hurricane that went to the Cayman Islands in Mexico, among other places, mm-hmm. and then it weakened, crossed into Texas, um, and then it manifested in itself into multiple tornadoes in Texas. Oh, good. The storm caused 318 deaths, including 200 people killed in flooding in Mexico, and 28 who died when a Cuban freight ship was thrown into a shrimp boat.
0: Gilbert related
1: damage topped about 5.5 billion. Number six. I just... I've never even heard of these things. 1935 Florida Keys Labor Day Hurricane. Never heard about that. It doesn't even have a name. Because it was before the thing, I think. So sad. This Category 5 storm, considered the strongest to hit the U.S. in the 20th century. Who knew? Right. Um, brought 200 mile per hour winds and soaking rain to the upper and middle Florida Keys and killed approximately 400 people. Holy shit. More than half of the dead were World War I veterans who had been working Aww. on building a highway from Key West to Key Largo. That's so sad. Damage in the United States um, was estimated at 6 million
0: dollars in <laughs> 1922. Well, it was now. also
1: probably just that bridge. Right. <laughs> like um it's the storm is simply known as the Labor Day Hurricane because the naming of hurricanes didn't begin until 1953. Um number 5 is Katrina and like we said Listen to the episode. episode. I'm not going through that. It was terrible, horrible, but the episode's very good, and it's based on that book, um,
0: Five Days of Memorial. Five Days of Memorial. Number four. You had said it. Galveston? Maria. Maria! I once met a hurricane named Maria.
1: Hurricane Maria was the second Cat 5 hurricane of the 2017 season.
0: Jesus.
1: Who knew that? Two of them. Two of them. Coming just two weeks after brutal Irma. I remember Irma. I remember Irma. Maria was particularly devastating as it passed through some of the same areas Irma had come through. Maria reached landfall um on the island of Dominica on September 18th, 2017 with wind speeds of 170 miles per hour, 175 miles per hour. It then moved on to Guadalupe in the US Virgin Islands before destroying the island of Puerto Rico on September 20th. I remember that yeah, Puerto was, Rico yeah. was gone. But then it had weakened to a, you know, category 4. I
0: don't know if they've even come back from it It was I mean it was awful.
1: Um, By the time it hit Puerto Rico, it was a Category 4 with winds of 155 miles per hour, dumping 10 inches of rain. The official death toll from Maria was put at 146. However, people believe the real total was much higher. The Puerto Rican government finally revised the death toll to 2,975 in August 2018, almost a year after the disaster. Why? Because they... Commissioned an independent inv- investigation from George Washington University, so whoever was did the fir- first was numbers shitty. was not. Yeah, um, the damage costs were estimated to be at least one point three billion dollars for Dominica and over ninety billion for Puerto Rico. Maria was the deadliest storm to hit Puerto Rico and the third costliest storm to hit the U.S. after Katrina and Harvey. At one point, ninety percent of Puerto Rico was out- without electricity. Jesus, ninety percent.
0: I remembered being devastating to puerto rico yeah
1: um seven years later which we're at now the island has still not completely recovered and hundreds of thousands of residents have moved to the u.s mainland for good
0: Mm -hmm.
1: number three galveston galveston no galveston galveston the picture of this house yeah it's hysterical i'll (laughs) post it on social media uh galveston hurricane of 1900 um it says hurricanes katrina and michael were both terrible but neither were worse um Than the storms to hit the Gulf Coast. The Galveston hurricane of 1900 killed an estimated 6,000 to (gasps) 12,000 people, mostly in Texas, in September 1900 and is considered the deadliest hurricane in U.S. history. The storm didn't become a hurricane until passing west of the Florida Keys, where a sharp left turn sent it heading straight towards Galveston. That gave residents and local officials less than four days to prepare and this is in and 1900. And how not even know it
0: was coming and then?
1: Right this is 1900. I mean the category 4 storm brought 20 foot storm surges and flash flooding to the region and even pounded Oklahoma and Kansas when it was done with Texas. More than 3,600 homes as well as a number of structures believed to be storm proof were destroyed in the hurricane whose damage totaled 30 million.
0: I'd love to know 1900's idea of storm proof. I know um galveston took some amazing
1: steps to ensure that damage was not repeated it built a 3.5 mile seawall and that was later extended to 10 miles and raised the level of the entire city in some places as much as 16 feet
0: so one of our surgeons was moving down to the gulf coast uh, in texas and i was like huh what about hurricanes he goes hurricanes don't hit texas i'm like guess you've never heard of galveston (laughs) he's like what I'm like, why would you look up Galveston? Yeah. And then you tell me hurricanes don't hit. But
1: you know what? Good for them. Like, all, a lot of these places, they leave everything. Like, we're always like, why do they leave? That's the same. Why do yeah. people go live there? They, they raised right the back. whole city 16 feet yeah. to prevent it. That is ridiculous. In 1900. Right. Like, all right.
0: Second worst. Mitch. That's the one that came after Maria. Yeah? Mitch? No. No. 1998.
1: 1998. Mm-hmm. I'm way up. Hurricane Mitch. Mike. Not have received as much attention as the other no, storms. No, we didn't. Except the, there with Gilbert. Yeah, but the death and devastation the, this hurricane caused exceeded some of the history's best, better known storms. The slow moving hurricane seemingly paused once it reached Honduras in October 1998, dumping up to four inches of rain an hour for two days, Oof. causing mudslides and deadly flooding along the way. Obviously, oh, yeah, that's an absolutely. insane amount of right? rain. With approximately 11,000 people dead. And thousands more missing. Wow. Mitch is the second deadliest hurricane on record and the worst to hit the Western Hemis- hemisphere in more than 200 years. Wow. The storm caused more than $5 billion in damage in Honduras, where much of the country's infrastructure and crops were completely destroyed. Nicaragua was also devastated, losing 2,000 people in one mudslide alone. Woof. Um, cray, cray. Number one, Andrew. The
0: Great Hurricane of 1780. How can Andrew not have made this list? It didn't. It destroyed Florida. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, must
1: not have. I don't, I'm I'm
0: sorry, a couple of shit.
1: Um. It says, the United States as we know, it was just a gleam in George Washington's eye. What year is this? 1780. When the Great Hurricane of 1780 blasted (laughs) its way through the Caribbean, killing approximately 22,000 people! Shit! I mean, it's also seventeen eighty.
0: Yes, but
1: I know Jesus. among the dead mosquitoes were mosquitoes
0: killed twenty two thousand yeah. people. Among the dead were British and
1: British and American soldiers who had been skirmishing in warships <laughs> scattered throughout the region as part of the Revolutionary War. So this knocked out a ton of soldiers from the Revolutionary War. Obviously, there's not a lot of data regarding the hurricane speed or the rainfall. What we do know is that the storm bombarded several Caribbean islands, including Barbados, Martinique, and Saint Lucia, over six days in October. One local observer wrote that the hurricane stripped back off of the trees, which has caused some to speculate the winds must have topped 200 miles per hour. Because they can tell by the- Again,
0: but you have records of Andrew. How does
1: this make it? I'm sorry. How does- I don't get it. This massive storm is considered the deadliest hurricane of all
0: I call bullshit.
1: So, the list was of 15, but I was like, that was a little excessive. Let me just check real quick. Wait, Andrew.
0: Andrew has to be on there cuz
1: Hugo was 11.
0: I was You know where I was for Hurricane Hugo? Harvey was 12. I was getting my I was sick with Epstein-Barr at the Nassoineer and I watched Hugo come through and everyone was freaking out and it just blew over a sail a sailboat on the channel. Yeah. Some fucking moron was sailing in the middle. It was like, was like
1: Hurricane Bob when I was young and I was like get in the basement. I was like it's like
0: windy lol. <laughs> like it blew up the guy who was sailing on the Charles. Yeah. was like, oh, I guess that wasn't much
1: of anything. Number me. 13 was Dorian. No.
0: 2019,
1: I guess that happened. Number 14, Andrew. I
0: think Andrew deserves more. So
1: I'll, I'll read Andrew's. It was a powerful Category 5 hurricane that hit Dade County, Florida, uh, mainly the area south of Miami, in August 1992. The storm season had started quietly that year. Um, and even Andrew was originally considered a weak storm when it developed in the Atlantic Ocean. But by the time it hit the Bahamas, this first named storm of the season, it was the first named storm of the mm-hmm. season. Um, hey, Andrew sent winds whipping at more than 160 miles per hour. When it made its way to Florida, Andrew demolished scores of homes with a sustained winds of 141 miles per hour. A 17 foot storm surge turned low lying streets into waterways. The storm also left drivers to fend for themselves for weeks as roughly 9,500 traffic signs and signals were destroyed. Damage was estimated at $27.3 billion. Andrew was the costliest hurricane in the U.S. history for more than a decade until Katrina. Um, One positive legacy from Andrew is that the South Florida building code was entirely revamped, and now all new homes are required to have storm shutters or impact-resistant glass and roofs have enhanced nail requirements, too. Andrew was blamed for 61 deaths in Florida and the Caribbean. In the storm, more than 125,000 homes and 160,000 people were left homeless.
0: I'm telling you, when you see pictures after Andrew, there's nothing but driveways and streets left.
1: I know, but there was only 61 deaths.
0: Oh, well. Oh, fine. But that is hurricanes. They're not to be joked around with. They are not to be joked around. So, well, it is, we're in the middle of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, We've told the story before, where Laura and I were driving to Myrtle Beach. Was that Hurricane Michael? That might have been Hurricane Michael. Might have been. It was going through the Carolinas, and, you know, we're morons, so we're like, <laughs> we'll be fine. We're going to drive through it. It's fine. And we're in, like, just outside of D.C., and we're at a, rest, uh, at a stop. The entire I believe it stops, was McDonald's. It might have been. I didn't want to throw that out. There, yeah. It was McDonald's because that's my favorite place. <laughs> and everybody's phone starts beeping, and they're like flooding this and that, and we're like, <laughs> not even raining out. And mm-hmm. we get in the car, mm-hmm. and we start driving, and it now becomes torrential, torrential downpours, yeah. and I can't see the road anymore, and I can't, I can't pull off because I can't see the exits. Nope. We're driving through Richmond, Virginia, and they have these huge overpasses that were pouring, pouring. like waterfalls. And onto- from the sides of the roads. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the water was clearly up to what my tires. At least. And yeah. one of our girlfriends works nights. She was, I don't know, scared or whatever. She passed out. She sound asleep. Sound asleep. Laura's eating candy <laughs> like it was fucking like I was gonna I die. <laughs> like you were gonna, all you could hear was the rabbits. <laughs> And I'm like, Laura, can you see? She's like, the two of us are sitting on, on the, wind the windshield, windshield. Yeah. trying to look, trying to look. By the time we finally got through this thing, because now we get through the rain and our girlfriend who's in North, uh, South Carolina is like, yeah, you're right in the middle of it. Yep. Yep. yep you're it right in the middle of it. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Oh my God. No. You had to peel my fingers yeah. off of the <laughs> Things were flying by animals, stich- I think. It was I'm ridiculous. not sure. And then it stops raining, but you can't see shit. No. Thank God for the police cars because... We're on ninety-five, mm-hmm. and the entire right lane is covered in trees, trees. but you can't see them. Mm-mm. So when we finally switched over, I promptly passed out from yeah. stress. <laughs> it was the worst driving I've ever done in my life. It was not we great. were Morons. We, we just it, kept man. going. We got it good. We'll drive right through a fucking well, the hurricanes, hurricane. We get up here <laughs> like, oh, the tree fell over. Like... Yeah, exactly. Like, how oh, bad can it be? Yeah. Oh, well, I found out how bad it can be. Yeah. So be safe. Yes. Don't take things in. seriously yeah if you hear a tornado coming get in the basement mm-hmm. you hear a, a hurricane coming get your water and electricity set Yep, and um listen to the prompts they give you yes yep. take it serious yep. unless you live in new england
1: where don't you? cross don't. What was that thing turn around, turn around don't, don't, don't drown, drown. <laughs> do not cross moving water don't do it turn around don't drown yeah because you see it all the time. And then the people who try to rescue them drown. It's always the people trying to rescue them drown.
0: It's, like, awful. Water terrifies me. Yeah, me too. Uh, have a wonderful couple of weeks till we talk to you again. Yeah. I have no idea what we're doing next. No. What did we
1: just say we were Oh, make the, do? Oh, the, um, the bodies, the Harvard Morgue bodies.
0: Oh, the Harvard Morgue bodies. Yeah, we'll look into that. Maybe we'll do that and what happens. I mean, we talked about body farms. Yeah. And we talked about medical science. We'll, we'll talk about this out. guy, some creepy shit. Yeah. Um, and have a wonderful couple of weeks. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Like,
1: subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scrubs at gmail.com.